Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our unexpert expert opinion from anything from woodworking to glass blowing. This week, we are back, not in studio yet, but we're very, very close. We took off last week because I am, I'll, 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 I'll admit it, I'm moving. We're getting the new set, uh, we're getting the new apartment set up, we're getting the studio, so we couldn't quite make uh, last week work. Um, bittersweet today because it is the last podcast in the apartment where Beer League started. Um, I'm happy to announce, though, that it will still be in the family. My current roommate will have it, so my whole plan is how can I trick him into making us or letting us do a podcast in the loft again? Um, I'll work on that. But this week we have more bubble drama, which makes me so happy. I haven't watched a single game of NBA playoffs, but I have caught up on all bubble stuff because it just, it's the best. Um, we have, we will talk about the Cubs socks because we have to, not because we want to. Um, and then we finally break out for the rank this week, a rank I've had for over a month. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Low budget presents Beer League. Okay, everybody, welcome back. So it's been a week off, so I can't say how your week has been. So how was your weeks? How's everyone been doing? Weeks were good. Um, this last week we went to Indiana for a float trip, so we went pretty, got pretty crazy about it. Got got pretty after it, if you will. Um, so went to Indiana, saw everybody. It was right in the middle of Jack. So they were all in like Nashville. So they come and met us in the middle. The only person that was not in the middle of in the middle of like everybody was us. So I had to drive seven hours home on uh, on Sunday, but we made it. Made was it, it worth it? It was totally worth it. <laughs> it was totally worth it. So, it was barely worth it for like three hours. So. Okay. We I like. No, we kidding. we got home and I slept for like four straight hours. It was nuts. Here, I see you get the fresh haircut. Yeah, we got a new cut here up in Rochester. Not too bad. Very nice ladies over there. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, the, I was sad that I couldn't make it to the flow trip, but uh, this move has been a bitch. I hate moving more than anything. So, that yeah, that's what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. I've just been preparing for the move, moving, setting up everything there. I put in a AC unit by myself yesterday and it was just for some reason the last tenant took it out right before moving out, which I don't quite understand. And uh but I put it back in and then I basically did my work from the new apartment, just sitting in front of it, having sixty eight degrees air just blowing right at my face. Um, Nick, Nick yeah. what have you been up to? Anything exciting? Uh, just been at my lake house like the last two weekends. Also, is anybody else hearing that echo? Yeah, the echo is really bad right now. Mm-hmm. Who is that? 
I just... think it was Johnny because when Johnny muted it stopped. Johnny, mute yourself. Mute it. Is it still hello, there? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, it's gone. What's your uh what are you using? Yeah. Is this still an echo? No. Not that I can hear. That's much better right. actually. And then just must be the, the headphones. Do you mind yeah. not using them? Mm, not at all. Sweet. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I've been up to nothing. Beer went to a lake house trip for three hours, it sounds like, which is quite <laughs> funny, and I didn't know that. But how first of all, how how is the injury? Any new ones? It's been two weeks. This is like a pattern right now, so <laughs> no new injuries okay. yet. Okay. Um good. which is good. Um my shoulder, I'm going through physical therapy and it still hurts. Physical therapy makes it feel better. I'm doing it like two or three times a week, but it still hurts. So not great. I'm not like super happy about that, but every time I do it, it feels better. So I'm hoping that it eventually it'll just get stronger and everything will be good. But like, I can't really like do much working out or rock climbing or anything right now. So that sucks. Um, Didn't you say that this is like a... This is an injury you've had, though, right? Yeah. Like, hasn't this been bothering you for a hot minute? Yeah, but usually I'll, like, injure it a little, or, I'll, like, it'll pop out, and then it'll be hurt for a week, and then it'll go away. This is now, like, three or four weeks in a row that it's been, like, sore still from last time I heard it. So, like, mm. it's the most longest time that it's hurt. So that kind of sucks. But my weeks were good because I was down at my lake house. Just keep going down there. It's the summer of the lake house um, because there's nowhere else that I can travel, really. <laughs> um, but that's been really nice, and the weather down there has been great this summer. And um, just nice getting out on the water and, like, relaxing down there and everything. So that's mainly been it for me. Other than that, um, not too much going on around the city. Juan Decimo, how how was your float trip experience? It was fun. It was a good time. Um, I might be concussed <laughs> and my feet are bleeding, but like, and your feet are bleeding. It, what happened? Uh, the river was low. It, it was, uh, there was not much water. So I literally had to keep people afloat along with beer, just pulling the whole, everyone's tubes down the river. But so it wasn't really a float trip. It was like a pole trip instead. Yeah, Basically. We, float, we, we floated halfway through. <laughs> But, it sounds uh, like you were a water-based rickshaw. That's what it sounds like. Uh, yes, almost exactly that. <laughs> Except uh, I did not have flip-flops for like half that trip, so it was rough just stepping on those rocks. Jesus Christ. Oh, and oh that's why you're feet. get back into it. While it, was go- <laughs> while it was coming at me, overshot it, did a full 360 backflip into the river, knocked my head. Uh, lost my sunglasses and it was really embarrassing because everyone was watching. But then I did find the sunglasses eventually. Came up with them very victoriously and forgot about the whole whole ordeal. So that was good. Yeah, saved face. But <laughs> <laughs> just hoping the concussion isn't really a concussion. Being a little foggy, just hoping it's this uh, two day hangover. What's it been three days? <laughs> Hope it's a three day right. hangover and not a concussion. Yeah. I nope. like that I asked Nick for his injuries, and if I just waited one more person, I could have had the full gambit with you. <laughs> We're an injured podcast. This whole podcast is going to be on the IR. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, you guys are next. Yeah. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, just been doing a little golfing, and how much else from there? How you been playing? Uh, 
consistently bad, so that's good. <laughs> but uh, well, not it's consistent though. <laughs> Wait, I actually think I did talk about this on the last podcast. I changed my grip. Yeah, After 20 years of playing with uh, baseball grip, 10-finger grip, I switched to an overlap, and I played my first two rounds with overlap. How was that? Um, the first round, I shot 80. I played pretty well. I played actually, like... Fucking awesome. I basically only had, like, a couple of miss hits, but my putter was actually working, which is not my big thing. Um, and then the second day, I shot 85. Um, it, was, it was my tee shots. I'm not even going to blame it on the grip. It was like, I just found hazards and out of bounds a good amount so it's not like i was striking the ball too bad but it's like one uh i you know i just hit it too far through the fairway and it like took a bounce on the car path and bounced like 30 yards out of bounds so i'm not gonna be too mad um i'm very proud of myself because the first round i had to like like i caught myself so many times just going back to the 10 finger grip and then i'd have to be like no that's not what we're doing anymore and then i'd go to the overlap in the second round, I only caught myself twice the entire round. There you go. I can't so use it. Was, yeah, I was very proud with that. It's still like weird. That's but, so. I, mean, I can't believe you played that many years with a baseball grip. Like that's something that you learn, at, you know, when you're like 11 and your hands start to get a little bigger, 12, and you're like, okay, no more baseball grip. Like the dude, fact I that got, you can play that well balls, with a baseball man. grip is impressive. I got real small hands. Oh, okay. Dude, I played four years, four years of high school golf with 10 yeah. finger grip. That's crazy. Um, but I, but I like it. Good I help, think though. it's I think it's I think it's more of a mental thing if I'm being honest, but I feel like I'm just not choking the shit out of the gul- uh, the grip, you know what I mean? Like I'm I, I used to be, you know, really ringing it. You gripped it. But um I think I did also tell this um I did break my 60 degree over my knee and then naturally like I had about 30 shots each round where I was like, man, I really could use a 60 degree right now. Why'd you break it over your <laughs> knee? Did I not tell you? I don't um, remember hearing that. So in the golf or on the golf trip, um, I'm not going to lie. The game broke me. I got broken by the game. It <laughs> beat me down. It held me down. It gave me a hot beef stew right in my mouth. <laughs> and I was waiting on 18 for them to finish. And yeah, he was not happy. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I just couldn't do anything right. And the chip was actually pretty good, but I was just mad from like the previous like fifty something holes. So, you know, I blame it on the steel. If I'm being honest with you, I think shafts should be harder to break because it <laughs> broke way too easy. Right. Like I I broke it over my knee, but it was like a little too easy. And I'm not saying like I'm a strong dude, but like hashtag swole. Um, <laughs> but it it like I felt like it broke before it even hit my leg. Like it prepared for the the break it was scared of it do you guys think yeah. that you could break a baseball bat over your knee like a professional baseball player does okay but they do it by the barrel i don't think i could do the barrel i don't think i could do it at all honestly oh i think you could do the like the little like narrow part yeah i don't think you could do it at all oh i think he could do well maybe not you you're gonna you're gonna break something if you try it so don't try it <laughs> oh sure sure <laughs> no not you beard I me did. yeah Nick's coming off the IR. I'm the last fra- thing we actually no, maybe made, we should do it. As soon as glass. you get healthy, we'll try you. We'll try to get you to break a battle for you. And if you get injured, you just get injured. You know? <laughs> It'll just be an ongoing theme. That'll be an in-studio thing. Yeah, good idea. Um, we should try it. Yeah, yeah, we should try to hurt each other. We'll become like the new <laughs> Jackass podcast. Um, all right, let's get into the sports recap of the week. So golf is back 
and uh, the first round of the FedEx Open, the playoffs started at Northern Trust. Dustin Johnson, I don't know if anyone saw, he just killed it. He shot minus 30 after four rounds. He shot 60 and then 64 and then 67, I believe. Yeah, no, 60, 64, 67. Jesus. It is the second lowest 72-hole round ever. And, I mean, it's crazy because they're not playing easy courses. They're playing, I mean, this is the playoffs. They're playing an incredibly hard course. Uh, he just made it look too easy. I mean, he had, like, what do you have, a seven-stroke lead going into going into the turn. Wow. And then he just, like, couldn't Who's stop trailing? making birdies. Who's trailing him? Um... It wasn't Scheffler, it was the other guy. But Scheffler shot 59, which is really cool. He's the second youngest player to shoot 59. Dog. But it was like, Dustin Johnson's minus 30. The other guy is minus like 21. It's like, minus 21 is an incredibly good score. Great score. Yeah. That's crazy. You shot minus 21. That's good for you. And it's just Dustin Johnson just can't miss anything. He had his average distance from pin on approach shots 200 yards and in was nine and a half feet. Jesus Christ. Wow. What? Which is insane. Yeah. Like, dude, if I have one of those around, I'm like, holy crap, I'm going pro right now. That's the best just, shot you've he, ever had, yeah. He did it for 72 holes. He was like, hey, watch this. That's he stuck incredible. a 206-yard 7-iron to less than 3 inches, and it looked amazing. And then he doesn't like, wait, wait, dude. how many yards? 200? It was 260 at a 7-iron to about like. Maybe like a little over two inches. Two sixty hit a seven iron. No, no, two hundred six. Two hundred six. Two hundred six. Still. Two hundred six. Still. Um, I need a little bit more excitement from him though. He's just like, oh, what up? That was a good shot. You're like, no, I don't need that, Dustin. You got a smoking hot wife at home, Paulina Gretzky. Shout out to you. I know you listen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a kid. Like, I need a little more enthusiasm. I think I he's trying to keep the. Advocate. He's trying to keep the coke energy down. You know, he's had some run-ins. He's had yeah. some run-ins in the past. If you get too amped up, and he's like, ah, I need you some blow. Up. Yeah. Um, okay. Can't so be doing I that will anymore. Admit this. Dustin Johnson is my second favorite golfer. And when they did the story on him cheating on Paulina, and he just decides in the interview to talk about how he blew two million dollars on coke in a year, is the like, I don't think he's the. I don't think he's very bright. But that is a great distraction thing because he thought he was like, no, people aren't going to talk about me cheating on my fiance. They're going to talk about my coke addiction. And no, they just talked about both. <laughs> he tried like to spin went, zone it, basically. Yeah, he went from a cheater to a cocaine cheater, which is like not what you want. But he's bounced back. Um, he's doing good, good. Yeah. I mean, it's never good to be like in the middle of an interview and be like, yo, you know what my out's going to be? That I blew two million at coke last year. <laughs> Wait, he just said that? Yeah, I mean that's like one up it, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take it to the next level. That's it's, that's it's a, double that's, down. That's very yeah, much. I totally forget. That's very much a cokehead bad. move, you know. Like, oh, double down. You know, things aren't amped <laughs> exactly. enough. It's only four a.m. and I've only done so much. I'll be honest, know? I didn't know about this. Yeah, this <laughs> Could you imagine if he was break. like, he didn't say this, but what if he was like, honestly, like, yeah, I might have cheated, but at least I only spent two million dollars on coke this year, and you're like, wait, wait, what was that? And this like, year? Yeah, like, can you believe, like, only $2 million? And you're like, no, no, that's a lot of money <laughs> on drugs. And he's like, but I get good prices. We're like, no, you're missing the point. Like, that's not good that you you got better prices. That just means you bought more. It's really good value, you know? Um, Great value, speak- bad decisions. Yeah, <laughs> Let's keep on the cocaine kick. So um, Oscar De La Hoya is 
officially come out of retirement for some reason. What? I don't know. Wow. And so he doesn't have a fight yet. He just says that he wants a fight. And so did they asked Dana White at the press conference, like, well, Dana White and him have had a feud for so long. And they asked him, they're like, oh, why do you think uh, Oscar De La Hoya is coming out of retirement? He goes, cocaine's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine isn't cheap. He's <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. I love that. Just like, oh, God. It's just hilarious because, like, I don't think that's true. I really think that, I mean, Golden Boy promotion has Canelo. Canelo ain't a scrub. Canelo's making bank every time he fights. So, like, I don't think I have to be uh, an upcomer. Have you heard of Ryan Garcia? Yeah, he's Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia is, dude, he's like a, like a heartthrob. He's young, too. He's not yeah. old. Like, he's like 20. I don't even know if he's 20. He's 20 right oh, now. Oh, yeah. He's 20? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's so young. Which is and they crazy. want him to fight Devontae Davis, which I'm not for yet. But that way, so, he already has a fight coming up, right? I thought. Yeah, he has another one, but he wants to fight Javante Davis, Javante Davis, and Tank. Yeah, ugh, that's a little too scary for me. Um, but let's go into bubble talk, because I love it. So the Seahawks were doing a quarantine, and one of their Wookiee, rook, Wookie, sorry, <laughs> Wookie. rookie Wookie. wide receivers they got decided to try to sneak <laughs> in a girl to the hotel room. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard this. So he got yeah. caught, and he got kicked off the team. Right. Wow. My thing is this. He did try to disguise her by um, putting on Seahawks clothes and a fake mustache. I'm not going <laughs> to I don't know if I would cut. I, would, I don't know if I would cut someone that could try that hard for something as meaningless as like sneaking girl into the hotel room. Right. It's not some dedication. He's like, no, I, I want to be a part of the team. I'm not going to. At least he fucking tried, you know. The yeah. Like he's not. He's not walking scene. through the lobby with her. Fuck. He's yeah. like, put a mustache on, no put excuse. a hat on. He's like, this will work. I got this. Yeah, a bunch of huge... doesn't. They'll appreciate the effort. Huge football players walking around. He's like, probably like a five three girl wearing a mustache. I didn't know she had a big mustache. Uh, yeah. Five five foot four, hundred and ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like whoever, who's our new right she's, tackle? Yeah, she's yeah, she's a, she's a lineman for sure. Yeah. The only thing I could hope is while they're like catching him in the act and like talking to him, that she kept the mustache on. <laughs> that's all i can hope or like they kept the bit going like no no did you not meet the new special teams assistant coach like this is her and he's just like <laughs> no like take off the mustache like and she just got it there and she's just like pretending like no we were going over plays and he's like he doesn't even play special teams and he's like well he might uh yeah so bubble talk is great um i do feel sorry for the kid but it's like not really don't be no. an idiot. It's dumb. Yeah. That's Especially, a stupid decision. Yeah. And then he came out of Twitter. He's like, my dream was to always play in the NFL. It's like, yeah, you kind of shouldn't blow it the first week. Then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your dream uh, was to play in the waiting. NFL. You were given rules if you wanted to play, and you immediately broke those rules. And you, if these aren't just like, like, this is a pandemic. This is what you, you just single-handedly ruined, like, the whole thing that they were Fuck trying the to. the whole bubble. Yeah. Right? Like, like, everything <laughs> that they the were bubble. working on. Like, they he doesn't him. understand the concept of a bubble. Oh, he doesn't <laughs> get that he's like, you know, expendable and he was an undrafted free agent and that he's worth nothing. Like, so like, good. He needs to, he needs to realize he's not the best player on his team anymore. You know? Yeah. I mean, at least wait until you make the roster. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you, Before you try you to pop the bubble, you know? Yeah. yeah. You can't just go and do that right away. Quick way to get undrafted. 
So that was pretty nuts. Um, this bubble stuff is getting me every time. I love it. I can't, I can't like not watch it so much because, because, because like we hear about these teams and we hear about how like uh, people are getting infected or people are doing something stupid, like Lou Williams going after chicken wings at a strip club. And I always think like, well, you know, they eventually have to be like, hey, let's stop doing dumb stuff. And then this guy's like, I got an idea, babe. You're going to pop on a mustache. I'm going to give you one of my hoodies that's, I'm sure, oversized. And we're going to sneak you in. And I'm sure, like, he walked in and someone's like, yeah, that's that's a girl. Like, that's, he's bringing a girl to his room. Like, no one no one was tricked by it. It's like, looked a, at a, like, it's a fake mustache. A no constant... one's ever looked at a fake mustache and be like, that's a good fake mustache. It's a fake mustache. It's a constant one-up of who can be the biggest idiot, you know? Chicken, yeah. going to strip club for chicken wings, going to a casino, trying to sneak a girl in with fake mustache. It's just, it's I'm excited a, for next. Yeah, week. exactly. It's great <laughs> yeah. content for us. We don't even have to try. It just writes itself. <laughs> I can't believe it. The fake mustache is just genius to me because it's almost like doing the two like twelve year olds on each other's shoulder with like a trench coat, <laughs> like trying to get booze. <laughs> Or it's like the uh, from Benchwarmers where the guy comes out and he just hands him the birth certificate and it just says, I am 12 with a $10 bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the 40-year-old Dominican or whatever. Where he's just, he's just slamming tequila from like the little pint on the mouth. You can't <laughs> crying see crying for Maria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's crying. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Well. Um, uh, the last one I had is um, I'm saving it for the last because I feel like we're going to have stuff and talk about it. Uh, Tatis Jr., uh, 3 0 count, up by seven runs, hits a grand slam. Yep. What do you guys think about it? Because I personally don't believe that he did anything wrong. Game wasn't over. Yeah. Played play a win. Absolutely. I can't believe there was That's even it. discussion. Why is there discussion around this? The because reason there's a discussion is because it's part of the, it's one of the 27. There's actually 27. I think it's 27. Somewhere in the 20s, there is a set number of unwritten rules that are written somewhere, which makes no fucking sense. <laughs> but because I read them all. And one of them is that if you have a three no count, you don't swing the bat. Or unless you might be, unless you're leading by a significant amount where. It's just not a fair game at that point, but it's stupid. It's very dumb. Half the rules on there don't make any sense anymore. Say, so, where'd you where'd you find that list? Like, who created that? Was that something that the players or some group of players actually sat down and discussed? Or it it kind of changes from year to year. You kind of hear new ones, but I mean, there's a big one where you don't steal if you're up by a lot. You don't. But my only thing is this: first of all, it's a it's a shorter season. Every game really does have a huge impact. For sure. Um, say for some reason he hits into a double play, they get out of this inning, and um, who are they playing? The Reds, right? Uh, yeah, no, it was, the, it, was the te- it was the Rangers. Oh, it might have been. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. so say that team goes up there with three innings left and somehow makes a comeback. Exactly. And then say, and then say for some reason that team misses a, you know, it has to play in a fucking wild card game because they missed it out by one game and then they lose. But yeah. also, if you don't want someone to swing a 3-0, first off, don't 
get the bases loaded. How about yeah. that? Let's try <laughs> that, huh? Uh, and then second of all, don't just assume that it's 3-0 and these unwritten rules, so I'm going to throw a meatball down the middle of the plate and hope that this guy doesn't swing. Especially, Tatis Jr. is a stud. Yeah, he's fun to watch. Like, he's an absolute stud, and he loves to hit bomb. And, dude, Grand Slams are a huge, huge stat. Like, not, not, not many players have that for how many players there are. And, like, the biggest reason that they were upset is because, oh, you're breaking tradition. This is how you've always done it. America's pastime, you kind of want to keep that alive a little bit. But even, like, a lot of, like, Hall of Famers were saying, swing the bat. And, you know, you're playing swing. the game. Yeah. Swing the fucking Dude, it's bat. Been a, over. Exactly. It's been a weird year. It's been a weird year. There's only 60 games. Play to win. Play yeah. until the last out is made. Like, I, I don't get this. And also. I can't believe no one else brought this up. They're pros. Yeah. Like, they're professional athletes. Like, yes, I believe that there should be sportsmanship in it, and, like, you shouldn't be a dick. Right. But they're professional you can, athletes. You can have a little bit of doubt. Yeah, you can exactly. have a little bit of backbone. Flipping the bat is yeah. one thing, but then swinging your bat while you're up the bat is another. So Yeah. Yeah, I let's think, say I he hits a pretty unanimous decision, like, from most, at least most of the league, that's like, yeah. You swing the bat. That's your job. I didn't like that his manager didn't have his back. That kind of pissed me off. Yeah, and they made him apologize. No, that was that was really dumb. I mean, his manager next day, I think he was like, "Yeah, that was that was dumb on my part. I'm not going to be holding him back from now on." But at the time, yeah, he didn't he didn't have his back. The best part about yeah. that too is that they since since all the controversy, they've hit like at least one grand slam every game. Like they've hit like seven or eight grand slams in the last like week and a half. And the and the, <laughs> Rangers, and the Rangers like haven't won a game since then. It's like this Rangers really, haven't won a game, I know, since yeah. they started complaining about yeah, it. So. But they've just been hitting yeah. so many grand slams after that. Like they're just intentionally trying to be like, fuck <laughs> this rule. Let's let's get it out of here. We're fucking them up. That's awesome. It sounds like such a weak cop out from the pitcher too, like well, you, you shouldn't be swinging. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't throw an 89-mile-per-hour fastball down the middle of the plate against one of the best hitters in the league. Yeah, yeah, you can't be bitching, especially not when you're that far behind, too. But I also, mean, what is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to get out? Is he supposed to strike out? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm confused of what he should do in that scenario. Right. It's like... And then, like, what? Do you not swing, give up a strike, and then what? Now it's 3-1 count. Now can you swing? Like, come on. Like, what are you talking about? Now, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, so if it goes three one, he hits a grand slam on the next pitch. They still would be bitching at bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the good thing this happened, so you know, get it out of the way and get rid of these stupid unwritten rules. It makes baseball way more fun to watch anyway. So I think the big thing too is what you mentioned, Joe, is that there's only sixty games. Like so, like if there's a time for unwritten rules, maybe it's when there's hundred and sixty games. Yeah. Not not right now. <laughs> Not when every single game they're not letting starters pitch past like eighty pitches, and like people are like scrambling to win every single game that they can get. Like, what the hell? Yeah, dude. Also, it's it's also on the Rangers. Don't don't put yourself in that position. Yeah, don't suck. Yeah, better <laughs> try not to suck. Dude. In the words of Joe Man. Like, uh, okay, let's let's talk about the Cubs uh, Cubs Sox series, the cross town. All right. Um, so the first game we got absolutely shelled. Right, should we should we have complained 
after they went up by five <laughs> runs? Should we have started complaining? How dare you? Oh, they're, yeah. they're running up the score. It's like, no. It's like, dude, you take your ass whooping like a man. Sure. And just move on to the next game. You right. know, I, I mean, I don't think there's any time and place. I'm Okay, take even the 60-game season out of this. I don't have any problem with, with what he did. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, no, even that. Yeah, even then, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. So, like, it's it's really just like the game's not over. That's it. Yeah, play to win the game. Yeah, game's not over. Like, yeah, done. Stop complaining about it. And let's be honest: when you're watching sports on the next day, and you keep watching that Grand Slam over and over again, it is a great highlight to have on your reel. For sure. It's awesome. It's a Grand Slam. People yeah. love it. The fans. Not even in the crowd. We're just going nuts. I it's fine when he does it. When Jose Abreu does it like ten times in one weekend, though, that's where I, <laughs> that's where I start to have a problem with it. That okay, so we'll, raises some I'll, some questions. I will uh, I will concede the floor to Beer to talk his shit. We'll give you time. We don't have to talk shit yet. It's not we're not done with the series yet. I would feel I would feel weird talking shit until we won the whole series yet. But no, it was it was pretty fun to watch. It was finally like everyone got to see like that's what the White Sox have been all year. We've been hitting home runs like crazy, like crazy people all year. And then Jose Abreu hit six home runs in this three game series against the Cubs. Six. He hit four home runs and four straight at bats and two straight. Games. Yeah, it's no fucking sense. What yeah. is happening? Ridiculous. <laughs> and it's like it's kind of like Jose Abreu has been on our team for so long. It's like, Oh yeah, he's also still really good. Like we haven't, we didn't lose him or anything like that, but no, it was, it was a pretty fun, pretty fun weekend. Uh, Keiko pitched well. And then Cease pitched well against you Darvish too, but Darvish looked really good. Um, strikeouts. Yeah. That was double, di- another double digit strikeout game. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, it, it was fun. It was fun having it was fun having the White Sox kind of go off a little bit, but uh, but still still have three games left at the end of the season that we need to we need to shut the door on. Yeah, we watched the game uh, while we were at the flow trip Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Just on the phone, we were all crowded around it, like four of us. <laughs> Beer, I got it was a, question. a fun one. That second one was actually fun to watch. The Cubs made a little bit of a push there. Yeah, the yeah. late innings, but. Uh, Alas, fuck me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. I got I got nervous the second game in the, like the ninth inning because like, Kalame just stresses me out. So, but <laughs> but you know we we held it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, I I got nothing bad to say about the Sox. Um, you guys look good. Um, the home runs. I mean, when they when they were coming, they were coming. Yeah, we couldn't do anything beer. about it. Are you all at all concerned that the only way the White Sox seem to be able to score <laughs> runs is through the home run? Like, you need to, as a team, have some you know run diversity. I would say. Yeah. So like when um, when it comes down to it, if they're only hitting home runs, does that give you pause? Is that going to fly the entire season and in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't That's a know. Great question, Nick. <laughs> See, I don't know. Right. I'm. You know the the logical fan says yes, but like, hey, we're winning games. Right now Whatever we got works. a couple. We got a couple cushy games ahead of ahead of us. We're playing the Pirates next. Playing the Pirates like a couple Ooh. minutes here, so got to take care of business there. And then I think it's like, pretty sure it's like Reds Tigers again. So it's just like, a couple a couple not so crazy strong teams that we can kind of handle and and play with, but. 
But no, it was a fun series. It was definitely cool to see. It's cool to see. And especially because, like, I kept seeing, like, these comments from, like, Rizzo and them talking about, like, Abreu and I was saying that he was, he, like, really respected him and stuff. I was like, wow, this is so weird to hear from, like, the other side. Like, now we're doing well. Now we're starting to hear nice things. But no, uh, it was a fun, it was a fun series. And like I said, you Darvish are sweet. Like, I was, we were driving home from the float trip and I'm like, we're passing it at Minnesota. I mean, there's like 40, maybe 45 minutes left of my seven hour drive. And Jenny pulls up the stream on her phone, on my phone. And like, we're streaming it in the car and I'm listening to the final plays. Like, and like, you Darvish just like, he went off as well. And then the very end, we almost had it. I mean, we, we had bases loaded in the ninth down by one. And then Mankata just chucked. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that was rough. it was just, uh, it was it was almost a sweep, but I'm happy with what we got. It was still a gentleman's sweep, so I'll allow it. Gentleman yeah. sweep. That's a good one. Gentleman sweep. I'll allow it. <laughs> Beer, who's uh, who's uh who's your guys' best pitcher actually? So Julio's really good. Um Julio's probably our number one, but Keichel is right right behind him. Keichel's really, really good as well. And then I'd say Cease is number three. Rolando, Ronaldo Lopez is number four. Was it Keichel who played on Sunday? Uh, the first game, I believe it was Keiko. Oh, oh that, no, that's right. And yeah. then it was Lopez the second game, which we watched. And then the third game was Cease. So. Cool. Yeah, Keiko, um, Fuck. Last thing before going on to timeout. I don't know if anyone saw or anyone cares. But Lionel Messi officially asked Barcelona to leave the team to let him go. So Lionel Messi will actually not be playing for Barcelona after two decades with the team. So that's actually pretty wow. crazy. I mean, he's still one of the best players in the world. He's leaving. We don't know where he's going to go yet, um, but we'll see. Two decades, yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. we're going to see him wearing a new jersey. That's going to be weird. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like one of those things. It's you you can't be mad for with him leaving. It's almost like after LeBron won the championship with Cleveland, you can't be mad with him leaving because he did. He did his job and he got you these championships. So you can't be mad. And I feel like a lot of people will still like him. But they said like over a decade with the team, which is, I mean, dude, that's awesome. I mean, like to have a, that good of a player for that long, like, come on. Yeah. You can't, you can't really complain, um, but I'm happy for him. Um, okay. One of the things that I like most about it is you can tell that he's not chasing money. He's chasing, chasing championships. Because he already has all the money in the world. Yeah. So I do think that's pretty cool. 33 trophies with the team. That's insane. <laughs> and four champion leagues. Yeah. So it's like he didn't. He, he did his job. He won. I mean, he can't do anything for Argentina in the World Cup, but yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um, all right. Let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> what was that, Johnny? What? <laughs> uh, like caveman grunts. Um, the first one is that Cinnamon Toast Crunch is coming out with their own seasoning line, and their star runner is just called Cinnadust, and it oh. is basically just the cinnamon sugar that is on top of the cereal, and now you can put it on other things. They listed off a bunch of things. I have been struggling. To come up with more than two, I have. They put it on toast. Yep. And you put it on ice cream, and I haven't been able to figure out another thing. <laughs> French toast. 
pancakes. Um, okay. I guess if you make donuts, Crepes. you can put it on donuts. Crepes. Donuts. Yeah, good idea. Right? Donuts. That's a good yeah. one. That, that okay. Idea. I like that. Really you know like that one. Like, like the um, the apple cider donuts with like the sugar on the outside, make that mm-hmm. the cinnamon mm-hmm. dust. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good move. Now I like we're talking. That. But yeah, I, I, cookies, how hard is it to make donuts? Cookies. You know, any cookies. Too. Oh yeah, yeah Snicker, really. Make Snickerdoodles with them. Yeah. Ooh. Pumpkin pie, maybe a little Ooh. bit. Uh, That'd be good too. Yeah, pie season's Pepsi coming up. It'd be good for pies, pie season. Exactly. Yeah. So essentially, whatever you could use cinnamon in. Yeah. You think you're putting it? Oh, what about? <laughs> I don't know you would if you guys ever did this growing up, like cut off apple slices and put a little cinnamon on there. That'd be fucking awesome. I love that stuff, actually. Some apple strudel. I'm excited for the strudel. The end of the box. I think a idea. lot of people are going to make, like, just milk out of it. Like, they're going to, like, make milk or, like, pour a glass of milk and then put a couple shakes and, like, stir it around. So it's like <laughs> you're drinking the end bowl of cereal. Because people have always <laughs> talked about how good that milk that's, is. So I wouldn't be surprised if people just do that. It's kind of like horchata, in a way, if you guys have ever had horchata. Oh, you know? Oh, like, that's <laughs> something that's really good. good. You know, uh, tepe? My... <laughs> horchata? <laughs> I haven't seen Johnny <laughs> smile that big in a hot minute. That sounds really good, actually. Shit. What is Great horchata? Idea, Thanks. So good. Horchata? It's um rice milk. Rice milk, yeah. Right. But it's flavored with like cinnamon sugar usually. Yeah. Oh, that does sound good. Is it good. booze or milk? It's uh refreshing. It's like a goddamn. I don't know how to describe it. I don't want to say it's milk because it kind of is, but it not really because they sell it at uh, a lot of Mexican restaurants. Like for whatever, I mean, I guess it makes sense because for all the spicy food, it's very refreshing and it cools your mouth out a little bit, but I don't know if it's really milk. Beer, it's, not, it's not like milk though, right? It's, like, it's, it's, it's rice milk, which is kind of like. There's no cream in it. It's not, there's not, there's no dairy in it. Yeah. Right. It's good. Try it. Yeah, it's and just re- it's refreshing. Cine, like you said. Put a little cinnamon dust into it. Is it a is it a Mexican thing? I guarantee yeah. you they have it at Los Tres oh. Panchos. Guarantee you they, so have they it definitely there. have it at Los oh, Tres Panchos. I didn't Panchos. know it's a I didn't yeah. know it's a Mexican drink. Yes. Oh yeah. Wait, what's what's the one booze? Um, Tequila. No, no, no. What's that one it's like? A, uh, it's, a, it's a booze in a white bottle. Rum chata. Thank you. Thank you. Is that yeah. like, like an order? Exactly. Cinnamon dust would be very good in rum chata as well. It's like horchata. <laughs> That's yeah. where they, they get the yeah. name from. Yeah. Rum oh, with horchata. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've only had rum chata once and I thought it was okay. It's kind of weird to like drink like creamy booze, but yeah. Yeah. Which is because the the drink isn't creamy itself, but the shot is it's sweet. Creamy. Okay. Maybe I'll have to try it. Maybe I will uh I mean I assume Cinnadust then it wouldn't be bad then. No, it'd be good in it. It'd be really good. You can make your yeah. own in a way, probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I'm intrigued. I'm gonna look up horchata. After. Is that how you say it? Horchata. 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 Beer. How do you say it? Horchata. Nice. Ooh, nice. Are you saying? Is it okay? Is it with an H or just an O? H. It's with an H. H-O-R. So you Stay without don't pronounce the, it. Orchata. Yeah. yeah. Orchata. Orchata. Nice. That's okay. really good. So, you, it so it's like a silent H. Mm. Yes. Got it. Okay. Explain it to Joe. That's good. <laughs> um, okay. The next one up is 
the last remaining blockbuster got turned into an Airbnb. And it looks amazing. I want to go so bad. It looks sick. I couldn't find prices, but it looks awesome. Is it in Alaska? I don't know. I don't think it's in Alaska. I want to say like Portland. Portland, okay. For some reason, I thought some of the last ones were in Alaska because it's like they can't get movies anywhere, anyway else. It hosts $4 Airbnb sleepovers. Yeah, but that's that's doing sleepovers with other people. I would want to rent the whole thing out. But think of this: like we're all '90s kids, so it's like I don't know if you guys ever had this, but like you did like chores or something, and your mom would be like, or maybe your parents were about to go out of town, like you were having like babysitter come, or maybe for the night, and you'd be like, hey, you know what? We're gonna take you to Blockbuster. We're gonna get you a movie or a game, and you'd be like, holy shit, incredible! I'm a, yes. I'm about to go rent some shit. Yeah, that was Friday night. You they got the there. whole, they they, got the they whole ha- 90s theme and everything with the, the 90s geometrical shape sheets. Holy shit. Dude, doesn't it look awesome? It looks it like pretty a cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much it would be to rent out everything. Because, dude, imagine playing like uh, Ghosts in the Graveyard in there. Uh, God, that would be so fun. Dude, just play like all our old youth games like... Uh, like Marco Polo. Oh, God, it'd be so much fun. Build a, build a fort. Oh, yeah. If you just built a fort in between all the aisles, like a sheath fort, you just, oh, crawl down. Oh, my God. It would be like Nightcrawlers <laughs> with uh, Charlie <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> you never played Nightcrawlers anymore, um, so yeah, so that one like really stood out to me because if I could go back to like a sleepover where you like rented a DVD or a VHS, you went to your buddy's house, you're like in the basement with your pop of corn and some like bunch of crunch and you're just playing and it would always be, I don't know if you guys did this, I, we would, in our family, we would always rent the same movie. Like to the point where there was no reason why we shouldn't have just bought the DVD because <laughs> we probably would have saved money. We just kept renting the same movie over. What movie was it? We would always rent A Christmas Story. Great movie. It is a great movie. Like, we would rent that all the time. I, I used to like, rent we just uh, bought that movie. Space Jam. I rented that all the time. Oh, dude, I had the pink copy. Yeah, same thing. Should have just bought it. I don't yeah. know what my parents were thinking. I was only like eight, so I clearly wasn't thinking. I remember there'd be like a new video game would come out and you'd wait in line and then there would always only be like two copies. You would know you have no chance of getting in. Then you'd be like, you'd be like calling, be like, hey, do you know when Simpsons Road Rage gets back in? They're like, dude, stop calling. <laughs> it's not going to be in the kid just picked it up. And you're like, all right, fine. Or using someone else's blockbuster card. It always felt like a little sneak, even though nothing happened. You had to pay the same thing while you were there. Oh man, dude! They should bring blockbusters back. <laughs> I know they would make no money, but they should reopen like all blockbusters and just do this Airbnb. Right. Make it come full circle. I mean, I, de- I definitely don't think you could do that now during COVID season. Yeah. But, but if things ever go back to normal, that'd be a good one. Wow! Damn. Four dollars cool. a night Sick. for four dollars a night, you get the entire house. Is that what it says? Yeah. Four? I thought it was for a ticket. Nope. Wow. 
That's cheat. There's one bed in the whole thing, so. <laughs> I ain't sleeping in a bed if I'm going there. I'm bringing a sleeping bag, and I'm sleeping right by the big wall of the new releases in the back <laughs> all the time. Yeah, it's pretty cheap, man. It's got to fly out to Oregon. Bend Oregon. <laughs> Dude, with the way flight prices are going now, we could hop on, get there and back for like $42. <laughs> so now I know what we're going to do. I'm going to tell Caleb we're going to like move in, and I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to be gone tomorrow. She's like, where are you going? I'm going to say Oregon. <laughs> Going to Oregon, we're going to a blockbuster. She's like, dope, can I come? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's one bed. It's for one work. Bed, it's yeah. for work. It's, for, it's, it's for work. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. That's sick. Okay, next one. The first sample, or one of the first samples of the 1985 Air Jordan 1 in the Chicago colorway, which is the all red, white, and then black swoosh, sold for six hundred and fifteen thousand dollars at auction oh Oh, holy shit jeez who bought it do we know i didn't see who bought it i'm assuming it's just like a rich dude that loves sneakers or just loves jordan um it would be a really cool shoe to have i mean but my thing with shoes is i love wearing them i love like using them to flex on people so it's like you could never wear those (laughs) One, because they're Michael Jordan's size, so not many people have that size foot. And two, it's like, you just spent $615,000. Like, you can't leave the house with those. Yeah. That'd be, well, a, that'd be a really big flex if you could, though. You know? Like, yeah, I don't even can't. care. Yeah. I spent that could, that could only appreciate from there, man. That's crazy. That, that's Dude, too much money. And so it's weird. I don't know if you guys actually knew this. So they're worn. And so with older shoes, even before like 2008 and before, they made shoes with the glue not actually set in the sole. So it was between the midsole and the actual sole. And the way that you would get the glue to like move throughout the shoe and actually stick was by wearing them. Really? So, So if you see like a dead stock pair of shoes from like 1990, or even before that, they will just have like the smiley face. They'll just come apart because the glue is never spread out. And so hmm. I've always found that really fascinating. So obviously these were actually worn by Michael Jordan. They're signed by him. So they're actually going to stay intact because the glue is spread out. I don't know for how long, but if this guy holds on to him, I, I mean, I think that this shoe could easily be worth over a million dollars. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to appreciate million dollars very, very well and I, I i'm gonna say it but like as soon as he dies that shoe's going up five hundred thousand dollars like i don't want to ever think about him dying but like if he dies because he might be immortal i don't know that shoe is going to be worth easily like three million dollars and someone will buy it more i would say more yeah i think you might it might even hit 10 million that's what wow. i was saying it, it is signed Signed, worn, crazy. Ten yeah. million. That's like houses. You can buy houses for ten billion dollars. It's an investment. That's true. Oh man, that's crazy to even think about. If it's actually going to be worth ten million dollars, I think you could be right. No, oh, with like inflation. Mm-hmm. Probably more, but. So it's even crazy. So like for my my Chicago Jordans, like I bought them for three hundred and forty dollars, and even used, they're going for like seven hundred bucks now because 
the last dance came out and like everyone wants them. <laughs> and I think I told you guys like that and my breads, like I don't think I'll ever sell. I would like to hand me down those to my kids. Um, I think that'd be a really cool thing, especially cause I plan on being in Chicago. So it'd be a little cool. I mean, it's definitely gonna be weird. Cause I mean, Nick, Nick was alive or was older when the rain happened. I know he said, remembered a little of it, but I mean, we were what, six years old. So I don't really remember anything. So it's going to even be crazier. Like when our kids are growing up, you're going to be like showing him, they're going to make his LeBron James the going. You're like, shut up. <laughs> like, Don't say that in my house again. Um, but $615,000, that is insane. I can only imagine what the guy's wife said about the purchase. <laughs> yeah. She could have been happy. Like, Oh, I bought a new pair of shoes today. Like, Oh, nice. Can I see him? And she's like, Oh, that's kind of like old. <laughs> He's like, glad you asked 1985. She's like, Oh, they're that old? Like, what'd you get them at? Like a flea market? He's like, no, even better. Auction, 615K. Real quick, no presents this year for Christmas. <laughs> and I'm going to start needing the kids to pay for their own tuition because daddy's broke. Going to have to sell the house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the realtor's coming by in an hour, so we got to get out. Um, the last time out I had was, I'm sure Johnny knows this, which pisses me off. But McDonald's is getting into the chicken, spicy chicken nuggets. They are going to start selling spicy chicken nuggets. I didn't know. Ch- what? You knew that. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I knew you knew it. Have you had them? I have not, no. I ha- so, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think uh, chicken nuggets are just very mediocre. But I wonder if it's going to be like Wendy's, because Wendy's regular chicken nuggets are like, eh. I don't really like them, but their spicy chicken nuggets are super good. Mm-hmm. So I wonder like if they're only going to get better. Meat almost, it's crazy, dude. So I've been, I've been wondering <laughs> that. Like, it can't just be the season. Like, no. there's no way you just put a little bit of pepper and you're like, oh my god, this is <laughs> no, so yeah. much better. The regular yeah, ones so don't. That's have... like the big thing that was going on with McDonald's. Like, their regular, their regular nuggets just were so shitty, and they're they used to be known just for their nuggets, actually. I think they're going to try to just mix in a new recipe besides just the seasoning. So we'll see. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wonder if they'll ever go to like, which I'll just go off of your facial expression, but I wonder if they'll ever go off of like real meat instead of like the like minced chicken bits. I wonder if they'll do like chicken tenders almost. Because I know they have, I think they do actually already have chicken tenders, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they do. Yeah. The chicken selects for a while, those were pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I wonder, yeah. I wonder if like they'll do like actual hunks of meat, just smaller. Like you know, um, Chick Fil A has like the little bites, but it's just like bits of meat. Right, right, yeah. Those are good. Yeah, I mean, I would eat them. I'm definitely gonna try the spicy chicken nugget. Oh, absolutely. Um, I like their spicy chicken sandwich now. The hot and spicy McChicken. That one's pretty good. Yeah, I've always liked their spicy McChickens. Even the jalapeno McChickens are great. Oh, don't even get me started. That one's we got it every time, dude. That one's awesome, dude. When they had the two for three dollars, and you can get two of those for three bucks, it was too easy. Just cut, just cut those up, and then just be like, "Hey, nuggets," you know, like cut cut (laughs) the sandwich up and be like, "Nuggets." (laughs) Sorry, it's not breaded on one side. It's like Taco Bell making a new item. They just go back in their kitchen and say, "How can we put this taco in reverse order?" And call it a new thing. They're just going to take a patty, 
They're yeah. like chop it up and they're gonna like give it to you in a box and you're gonna just like, wow. market the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. it's genius. Yeah. Remember, Charm, yeah. remember Taco Bell's like inside out? It was like a piece of chicken with they put like stuff in the middle and it was like the the shell was the chicken. You remember that? That was a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like they've already oh, tried. I, <laughs> I thought you were thinking of the what was the KFC where the chicken was the bun? Oh, that too. Not, oh my god. Chicken Wait, on, but what, on both what, ends. what did they put inside of it? Oh, it was like about. cheese, bacon, and sauce. It was like two. Oh, uh, what was it called? The double down. The double down. <laughs> <laughs> the double down. <laughs> I think it was called the double down. One of you looked it up. I think you're sure right. it, was the double it sounds down. like something you could sell at like. And it was just a uh, chicken breast with shit in between, <laughs> and then a chicken breast. It's like. It's like a paunch burger. Yeah, like, no, you got it. It's like it's the a, double down. Yeah. Put it in your mouth, you're a nerd. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 from KFC. It's called a double down sandwich with bacon, cheese, and some weird fucking sauce. But it's just bacon and cheese in the middle. Dude, it's genius. The only thing better is if they put a chicken breast in the middle. And they're like, this is just a double down it's a chicken sandwich with literally chicken for buns. It's just meat on meat on meat. Yeah. I remember people being like, well, like, if they made a grill, they would be like keto. And I was like, yeah, but you're still eating, like, four chicken breasts (laughs) in a sitting from KFC. Yeah, it's not going to do well for you. Yeah, I think McDonald's is going to be really profitable with this. Um, Their new slogan is the, uh, if your friend says they don't want fries, get them fries because they're going to eat yours. Which I do like their fries. It's genius marketing fries. to get people to just buy more fries. Yeah. I wonder if Super Size Me will ever make a return after that documentary. I don't think it will. No. no. I never wa- There was a second one, wasn't there? Yeah, but it was him like making his own chicken sandwich, but he was trying to make it healthy and like no one cares about health in the fast food industry. Like no one cares about that. I, I want the double down. I want more double downs. KFC went in the opposite direction. They said, okay, no more supersize. Got it. We'll make a chicken sandwich with donuts being the bun. And then they were like, no, scratch the bun. We're going to make it two chicken sandwiches. We're just going to make two pieces of fried chicken. It's genius. Never tried it, but how bad could it be? I think I had it once in high school, if I don't, if I'm remembering correctly. And I think it was like you left there being like, yeah, I might have a heart attack. Yeah, I might die. It's only 610 calories. Not, oh, look at that bad. sodium, though. That sodium <laughs> can no way be good for you. It's got to be like two grand. Oh, man. So with them coming into the market on the spicy chicken nugs, do you think they will overtake Wendy's spicy chicken nugs? Because I feel like as of right now, Wendy's has like a – they've like cornered the market on spicy chicken nuggets. I don't know. It's 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 a good question. We will have to try it because McDonald's chicken nuggets are great. Now it's let's good. see how, if they can do it with the chicken with the spicy chicken nuggets. Because if they can, I mean, yeah. Wendy, they have a weird have texture. The McDonald's chicken nuggets, where you, they're beer battered. Yeah, I guess that 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 would be it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the batter would actually be as well. well. I mean, let's be honest. The chicken nuggets are very okay, but they are an excellent vehicle for sauce. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're buying purpose. the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is your go to sauce at McDonald's? Sweet and sour. Barbecue. Oh. I'm Sweet a tangy sour. barbecue guy. Yeah, barbecue. Yeah. 
Szechuan. You guys do barbecue? You used to be a Szechuan guy. Szechuan. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I still have one Szechuan cool. sauce. Oh, really? So I've, like, I've never I had saved it. it. Just the it's Rick in a bag thing. in like one of my <laughs> one of my drawers. Did you get never, that after definitely the still good. Thing? Yeah. It's been sitting there for years, for the past Jeez. two years, years that I've lived with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably There's bad. no way that stuff is ever going to like go bad. It'll, it'll probably get it'll, better. Yeah, it'll hold forever. Yeah. You'll yeah. it's gonna be like wine. You'll eat it and it'll be like clumpy but still <laughs> delicious and you won't even this think twice it. about it. It might actually get better. It's, this yeah. Szechuan is aged like a fine wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the flavor can only like, be poor. I want to be like going to Beer's wedding and him like pulling it out on their first <laughs> dance. And he's got like his hands around her and he's just dunking a chicken nugget. <laughs> In the old Szechuan sauce, and he's just eating it over his shoulder. That's what I want to see. We'll have chicken nuggets served for my for my first course, and, we, and, and I'll break out my, my own Szechuan <laughs> to have at my wedding. And Jenny would love that. <laughs> Jenny, she would she would love that. She would love it actually. <laughs> um. So let's lock it in. I think that's what your meal is for your wedding. I'm glad that you agreed. Um, I'm excited for it. I think I think it would even be weirder if you did it like a, almost like a communion for your uh, groomsmen. And it's like before you walk out there, you give them like a half a chicken nugget and they have to dunk <laughs> it in the old Szechuan and eat it. Everyone's everyone's grabbing their stomachs at the altar like, oh my God, what happened to me? <laughs> I really want to try it. So yeah, I'd be, I'd be fucking down. We'll do it. It'll get wild. Uh, okay, let's get into the rank. So the rank this week, we're going to stay on the food topic, um, and it is the best leftover foods. What is the best leftover food? All right. I, I can go first. Do it. Um, this is actually one that I thought of like two months ago or a month and a half ago, and I've just had it in my notes just waiting for the right time, and I couldn't think of another one, so I was like, right, let's pull it out. Um, number four is going to be chicken wings. I love cold leftover chicken. <laughs> I love them. I don't know what it is. Weird. Wait, so you, when so you take good. them out of the fridge, you eat them cold? You eat them you cold? Heat them up? Again. Oh, no one does this? No. That's I've weird. Done it. Have you ever Just tried for, it? Yeah, I've done it when I was like, it's on a Sunday. I ordered chicken wings like four in the morning, like four hours earlier, and they're cold now. But <laughs> yeah, I guess they're not that bad. Yeah. I, I like it. This is my list. I like it. No, yeah, no, not bad. Uh, number, th- it. <laughs> number three is going to be Italian food as a whole. Leftover heated up spaghetti, chicken parm, chicken Vesuvio, mm. chicken Vesuvius potatoes, mm-hmm. uh, meatballs. And shocking, I had so much of those growing up in my life. So that was <laughs> mainly my leftovers. And luckily, I love them. And it's like every time I leave a family party, I always leave with like a bunch of Tupperware of stuff. Uh, number two is going to be pizza. Cold or heated up, I think we can all agree a leftover slice of pizza is always great. Mm. Um, and then number one is Chinese food. I think Chinese food mm-hmm. is always the best leftover. You can heat up the white rice. is always going to get a little hard in the microwave. But if you get fried rice, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. But like any like orange chicken or Mongolian beef or a crab rangoon or an egg roll, a pot sticker mm-hmm. heated up, it's always still good. Mm-hmm. And then nice. I wanted to put this on the list, but it's only once a year, so I didn't really want to put it on the list. 
uh, but Thanksgiving leftovers I really like, but that's only once a year. Right. Cool. Should I go next? All right. Go for it. That's a, first of all, that's a good list, and especially because the Chinese, because like I want to have that as my honorable mention, because I was thinking about it. It's like I'd love having warmed up fried rice. Because it's, it's so good. It's so good. Like it's so it good. stays and it it works. So I don't know. I, I like it. I have that as my honorable mention. My num- but my number four is sushi. I love having my leftover sushi after you do a big sushi order. And if it's some good sushi that can stay out, oh my god. It's so nice to just wake up and be like, oh, I can have a little piece of sushi for breakfast. Absolutely. I've never so, had leftover sushi. It's so good. I, I mean, as long as you don't like you have it the next morning or next, throughout the next day, but once it goes past the day, then you're pushing it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number three is what you mentioned, Joe, but Thanksgiving. I had, my number three is definitely Thanksgiving um, leftovers. Those are my favorite. <laughs> like I distinct have distinct members of, or distinct memories of like various years of ga- having leftovers from Thanksgiving. It's just so good. My grandma makes such incredible food that like, I still think about like having her stuffing like days after. So it's incredible. Um, mm-hmm. number two, cold pizza. I'm a cold pizza dude. I love cold pizza. I can eat cold pizza every day. I almost like cold pizza as much as warm pizza. Like, <laughs> it's that good for me. I love cold pizza. Um, well, real quick, what about deep dish? Because deep dish is the only pizza I don't really like cold, except for Lutz, because it doesn't have a ton of sauce. Right. So the sauce is the deal breaker, right? With deep dish, you can't have too much of it. So if it's cold, sometimes I'll take part of it off, but I'll still have it cold. And it's just like, like yeah. It's just it's because the cheese is so good when it's cold. I don't know what it is about it. I just love it. Um, and then number one, it's my grandma's cheesecake. Whenever it's left over, <laughs> it's just as good as when it was first made. So it's always good, and I freaking love it. It's best cheesecake in the goddamn world is my uh, grandma Tranca cheese cheesecake. Is it just like a straight up normal cheesecake? Is there any like flavor or something? Nope. She's uh she's had that cheesecake recipe since like back in Germany or something. So. Wow. It's like, oh, are you going old country? Transcontinental. Going old country, man. Hell yeah, man. Transatlantic. Let's go. That's That's crazy. So good. It's so good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, if you're gonna bring a, if you're gonna be like a, a bring like a long family recipe, it's always good. Because otherwise, it would have been switched or thrown out. So it's like if it's something from the old country, you just know it's gonna be good. I'll see if I can. uh, I'll see if I can get some like leftover slices when if I'm back in Chicago for like a. For a holiday or something, see if I could swim your way. Just yeah, so you or you could just give me your so grandma's good. address and we could work something out. Yeah, you can go swim <laughs> by. <Yeah. laughs> um, all right, Johnny or Nick? All right, I'll go number four. I had chopsticks, but more specifically, mm. just any Chinese food. <laughs> the grease just, it's the best preservative and it's on everything Chopsticks. and all over. It's great. Number three, Portillo's chopped salad. Oh, so refreshing! Wow. It's Very so good. It's so good. The first time I ate it, no, yeah, it just it works at all times. Number two, non-deep dish cold pizza. I actually had that written down. Very, very important distinction there. And number one for me is Thanksgiving dinner. I, I just still remember it as my favorite every single year. It's only once a year, but it never fails. For days after, not just the first day. It's great. Oh, it's it's at least a week. It's oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's the best part about Thanksgiving. Everything. Yeah. It lasts. 
All right, mine's like the, gonna... the first night does not ruin it at all, which is crazy because <laughs> I pack it. Because it's only once a year. All right. Or a few <laughs> exactly. days a year. Uh, mine's going to be very similar to your guys's. Uh, number, except for number four. Number four, uh, I have brunch, like leftover brunch food. Like I usually get like some sort of skillet with like potatoes and eggs and veggies and stuff like that. And like if, when you're hungover and you get that and then you come home, take a nap, and then you reheat that later on on like a Sunday evening or something like that. Slather right. with hot sauce. Big fan of that. Number three, Thanksgiving dinner. For the reasons you guys mentioned. Number two, Chinese. For the reasons you guys mentioned. I've been eating that the last two days because I got a bunch of Chinese on Sunday and it's been great. Uh, so that was very uh, timely, Joe. Dude, uh, isn't it? It always seems like you order so much Chinese every time. Yeah. It's, like you know, they've, they do you they so much. sell like regular amounts of food ever? No. I don't no. know if I've ever been able to finish my entire Chinese order. Ever. No, it's I don't know how they fill it into those little white like cup things. Dude, yeah. it looks you small, and then in. you open it up, and you're like, "How is there six pounds of meat in this thing? Like, what the hell did you do to me?" Yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> Sorry for cutting you off. No, it's okay. That's what I was thinking. It's like, why do they always give you so much? Number number one's pizza, cold or reheated. I I vary on what the best kind of pizza is. The the initially hot pizza from the place. Cold pizza or reheated pizza. I think they're all uniquely uh, delicious. Yeah, I think those are good lists. I got two things that I want to bring up. One, Nick, what you just said about your fourth one with the skillet, I think it's genius. Because yep. when I think of leftovers, I always think of like, I know when I'm hungover, food helps me. But there's just something about being hungover where you're like, oh, I just can't eat right now. But I know getting food's going to help. So you like order something and then you always have like two, three bites and then you put it in the fridge. And so it's like, I, every time I'm hungover, I'm like, I, what will I like reheated or what could I eat cold? Yeah. Because I know I'm not going to be able to finish the whole thing now. And then two, if we're going to go over, um, uh, holiday meals, would you say Thanksgiving is your favorite? Probably. Yes. Uh, yep. Christmas dinner comes close, but no, Thanksgiving definitely takes the cake. Just for the, you know, you have the leftover aspect, which is a whole nother week of food, you know? See, I my favorite is Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve dinner, I have so much leftovers. And the seven fishes, they, they treat me well. Get the salmon, get the shrimp dip, the crab cakes, the crab rangoons. Oh, my mm. God, the linguine, broccoli. Oh, the clams, the shrimp. Oh, it gets me. But I was just wondering because we all we all did have um, Thanksgiving on, so it's just so good. Do you guys also do? Um, you guys have any like of your um, like national dishes? Like uh, for Thanksgiving, I have Mount of God and meatballs every year and neck bones. Like, do you guys have any of like like German food, Mexican yep. food? German Spätzle we have. Um, sometimes my grandma will make schnitzel on the side of like the turkey, so like you, we'll have pork no matter what with every single family gathering. There's gonna be yeah. pork involved if we're if Germans are cooking. <laughs> it's pork. There's pork involved. <laughs> yeah. Johnny or Nick, do you guys do you guys share any of that or not? Tacos, tamales, pozole, menudo. Polish sausage, Polish and then noodles. like it's still Thanksgiving dinner, so it's like half Thanksgiving dinner and then a bunch of Mexican shit. But there's not as much of the Thanksgiving dinner that actually holds for a week. So, 
does your mom make or grandma do, do, do they make homemade tamales <clears throat> homemade what Aren't tamales yeah okay i assume that i bet those are phenomenal because i'm not gonna lie i still like the like little like 50 cent ones in the single packages you can get at the supermarket still like those but i mean uh one of my coworkers, her grandma comes in just for christmas i believe and she like she brings like a bunch of like mexican flour and mexican corn like with her and she makes them and then they bring them into the office and they've always been incredible so i just Assumed that your mom can make a meat one or mean one They're too. Awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're great. Nick, you said a little sausage on the side? Yeah, just Polish sausage, Polish noodles, usually. No pierogies? No. Too difficult. I do like a pierogi though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to go to a Polish wedding. It'll so they good. said pierogies are on the thing, so I, I get down with a pierogi. Nice. That's yeah. nice. That's exciting. Yeah. I am excited. Uh, it's like the first wedding I've been to in forever where a meatball hasn't been there. So I'll get used to it, but whatever. Um, all right. Thank you guys very much. I know we skipped last week, but thank you guys. Um, this is officially the last podcast. Not in studio for me, Johnny, and Nick. Beer, we will miss you. I think we should buy a fat hat of him and put <laughs> him over his chair. Or like a oh, yeah. cardboard cutout would also be really good. Yep. That's something we should brainstorm. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Uh, be safe out there, and uh, we will see you guys in studio. So I'm pumped about that. And then we will have videos. We're going to do videos coming soon. So we got that. So thank you guys very much for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you.